I'd like you to think for a moment something that you eagerly anticipated or are eagerly anticipating. Perhaps it was your marriage, a first child, maybe it was getting done with college, something that you're joyfully anticipating and eagerly waiting for, but everything you have to do to get ready for that. All the work, all the planning, and how you can hardly wait to just get done. I certainly think there are many times in my own life, but one of those that triggers for me was having yesterday just celebrated the ordination of three men for our diocese, and today those three men are celebrating their first Mass as priests. And it triggered that memory for me, all the attention to get ready to be a priest, and how much you would eagerly await it and it can never come quick enough because it's so long to get ready and all the details. But today it came. Our hearts on this day as we celebrate the Ascension should have that same sort of disposition to the second coming of Christ. An eager, joyful anticipation of when Christ is going to come. The apostles were wondering how soon it was going to come, as we heard in our first reading. Are you going to restore Israel? Well, we know today Israel is still a mess. A lot of conflict and tension and all the struggles. The day's coming, and generations have longed for it and waited for it. And we have to be careful to not give up and get discouraged when we are tested in areas of faith. We are invited in this beautiful, beautiful readings today to let the Lord fill us with his grace, but how important it is that we eagerly await his coming. We know that his coming will bring great joy to us, and we may not see the second coming here on earth because he may call us from this earth prior to that but we will one day experience the second coming. And so for all those who have died and gone before us, who have remained faithful, whose hearts, minds, wills, lives were or became diligent to letting the Holy Spirit within them, that second coming is going to be the fulfillment beyond what we can even imagine. So whatever you most imagine for yourself and how wonderful and joyful and that might have been, it's going to be so much more than that. When every tear will be wiped away, there'll be a new heavens and a new earth. We have much to joyfully anticipate. But it's very important that as we joyfully anticipate it, because we know not the day nor the hour, we diligently live in the spirit of readiness. We are eager and preparing ourselves, our hearts, and diligently guarding our hearts and disposing them to the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit can come to us each day because when you and I were baptized, we were given grace. Every time we receive one of the sacraments, we receive grace. And we are anticipating the Pentecost, when Pentecost came down upon the apostles, when we received Pentecost and our confirmation, 
and how God throughout our lives every day wants his Holy Spirit to be received. Why? For full flourishing. That we can make our way through the struggles and the disappointments, the challenges, the evil that's in the world around us. But we are attentive, we're guarded, we're protecting our souls, our body, our mind, and our will from being caught into the things that will lead us astray from God to become complacent or a life of dissipation where we're too busy. Rather, we are eagerly, intentionally preparing, attentive each day by setting aside time in prayer, regularly going to confession, celebrating the sacraments, and eagerly protecting our hearts and eagerly anticipating the coming of Christ. Let us be filled with joy as the apostles received this experience of the ascension of Jesus going and his promise that he would send the advocate to be with him always. May we be encouraged this day of God's desire to come into our hearts through the Holy Spirit.